it's it's close to Thanksgiving, so you guys gonna have something, some good things to say. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still in November? Well, <laughs> Thanks, Thanksgiving. Well, well yes. I, you know, <laughs> I was sure talking we to your husband late. outside, and I was, you know, bringing him up to date since the new year hit. I've not been the same. You know? <laughs> I think you need a vacation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you have to this year. <laughs> so just tell me, did I win or did I lose my life? <laughs> Listen, we'll you, of course that. you won. <laughs> well, Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you looking at me like crazy. Like, wait, wait a second. Where, where, I was like, is the... he talking about Easter? Like, where are we going with <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that is so awesome i yes. just want to personally thank y'all you know for being here for my dad it's always a pleasure to be with you guys mm -hmm. um i'm sure by now the audience have heard the guests in the room but just for those that aren't familiar with you all i would love for you guys to be able to reintroduce yourself uh starting with commissioner Again, my name is Commissioner Sarah Maliga. I am in the end of my first term as your Lake Worth Beach City Commissioner in District 1. Born and raised outside of Detroit, Michigan. Um, replanted myself here in Florida in 2003. Happily married now for 10 years, foster mom, and um, just all around deep Christian. Mm. Oh, wonderful, Excellent. wonderful. Terry and Carol Moss, we've been here before and happy to be back. We are One Flesh Ministries, Inc., which is a uh, ministry to help build healthy marriages and relationships. So that's our focus. And we hail initially from Illinois and been in Florida for about five years now. Well, welcome. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, now back to Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now I am, and thank you for saving me there. Um, yeah, I'm always excited. You know, I love being here on, on Tuesdays and uh, just love sharing and uh, hope, you know, that we can inspire someone out there and make a difference in their lives because that's what our organization is all about, impacting people so that their lives are not the same after, you know, they've uh, actually able to use our resources, whether it be, you know, especially like you guys coming in and sharing your expertise and helping couples out who are struggling with their relationship and, and definitely with Commissioner Malega with all what she does and she's got a community on her hand that she has to actually you know kind of cater to and I, I understand the challenge when you have so many people want so many things and you got to come to a you know in the middle there to actually come to a resolve a resolvement of the issue so thank you for that and uh, we appreciate you. Isn't that what life's really about, though, at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. It's just always meeting people where they are and trying to find a commonality. Excellent. Yeah. Absolutely. I wish everyone would just understand that. Mm -hmm. It is as simple as that, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's not always, uh, as they say, red and black right now and you know red and blue and black and white, <laughs> and white man. can we just can we just all just get along? Not even, not even get along, just figure out how to, you know, to have a conversation mm -hmm. you know we mm -hmm. don't have to agree but we do not have to disagree so violently yes yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Can disagree yeah. respectfully yes. yeah yeah and people just forgot that yeah yes. but you know here. yeah for you know my my thing is that we always talk about helping folks and 
you know, impacting them in a positive way. But we don't open our doors to them, you know. We keep our doors closed or, you know, uh, whatever the differences may be, we don't want to deal with that. Uh, you know, I've met so many churches that um, their um, their elders and deacons and board members don't want, you know, they want don't want to see certain elements outside their churches because it gives them uh, a certain look, you know, for whatever that look may be. Um, and I'm just like, well, then how do you impact them to get them from there to you know, where you would like to see them so that we're living in a better world, you know, a better community. And I, I, don't, I don't get it, you know, so. It's, I know it's tough, and um, sacrifices is, uh, I think, one of the key things in life that we have to make in order to see some changes there, so. Anyways, um, you know, we feed people, like I said, and you can always call us at 561 660 Five zero zero two. That's five six one six six zero five zero zero two. And uh, I'm sure at some point here, uh, PJ will inform you of all of our social media outlets so that you can connect to us there. We'd love to hear from you there as well. Okay, so uh, moving along, um, I know we, we're probably moving a little fast here. Um, we've got through all the introduction already, and uh, it's only uh, 3.15. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and we, we're trying to work on a schedule here. So, um, uh, it, Commissioner Malega. Yes, sir. Uh, we are like 15 minutes ahead because we thought we were going to be at the break okay. uh, for you. Um, but we'll get started now, and then we can come back to you after the break. Um, so. Absolutely. Now. Let's go with the hot seat. Yes. <laughs> well, no, you know, we Absolutely. didn't. It, it's It's. We, you were here last time, mm -hmm. and, you know, we're excited for your campaign and, and what you're doing in the community. And, uh, you know, we'd like to see you, you know, again, complete what you started. And if there's, you know, bigger aspiration as far as your political future is concerned. Absolutely not. Uh, no, no. <laughs> well, well, I'm I, happy in my seventh square mile. Well, no, you do a wonderful job, you Thank know. You. And, and I think um, some of the things that you bring to the table, that you're not easily influenced. Um, and, and you look for bridges to actually bring uh, groups or community together <coughs> so that we can accomplish the thing that needs to, that where it impacts the whole, you know, Absolutely. in a positive way and not just a few in a positive way, you know. Absolutely. And, and uh, so someone with those, um, you know, uh, talents uh, should, you know, have further aspiration than just on this level here because definitely we've seen what some folks are doing today. So. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. got back from Tallahassee, and that's why I always say I have no interest in ever going back up there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I survive, I'm like, do I get a war pack? <laughs> um, it's just, you know, it's it's really hard. Again, you know, when you everybody talks about reaching across the aisle, and I'm yeah. like, it's not even that complicated. Yeah. You know, it's it's having a conversation. And when you meet somebody, I don't ask what is on your voter's registration card. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really have an interest in what letter or what letters aren't there. It's more about who are you behind closed doors? How do you treat people? And what are your morals? Mm, right. Mm -hmm. You know, because if we can all agree on that, mm -hmm. then the rest is easy. It, right. You know, the rest is really easy. It's, it's what it comes down to. You know, we have a, a really diverse community in Lake Worth Beach. 
in seven square miles, we have mega millionaires and we have 15 people in a two-bedroom house. <laughs> and, you know, it's really finding the commonality and getting people at the table together to say, how can I support you? And how can you support me? And how do we, like you said, Patrick, mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing it all every day. I yeah. mean, you're bringing people to the table to not just help feed physically, but mm-hmm. feed emotionally yeah. and mentally. And, I mean, to get people to actually know where Wingfield Street is and Lakewood <laughs> Beach, that's a huge step <laughs> in the right direction. <laughs> you know, right. and it's funny, I had my kickoff party there a couple weeks oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. And I'm uh, not going to lie to you, a couple people walked up to me and they're like, so driving over here, <laughs> we looked at the GPS and we were like, are we sure this is where we're supposed to be going? <laughs> and they came from the north eastern part of the community where they're not used to coming into district one or into mm-hmm. osborne community if you will um and i had my my party at howard park which mm-hmm. is near and dear to my heart and it was funny having people admit to me and they're like but then we saw this big beautiful wall and we we're like wow well this is pretty mm-hmm. and it was telling that story right mm-hmm. of why i chose howard park to have that my kickoff it, yeah, party right. and i didn't choose a restaurant or some fancy place i'm like i'm from detroit like i said we're all about the party in the park like mm-hmm. if we can bring people together and they hear music and they come out of their home and they, they connect, then that's when you have real successes. Mm-hmm. But to hear some people from the north end of town being like, you know, I wasn't too sure where to get in here. I'm like, in here you've missed this beautiful park mm-hmm. and this amazing community center because you've just, you've never ventured, mm-hmm. you know, over. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about the things that are happening in Lakewood Beach. I really am. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I want to give a brief uh, description on the, you know, that community there. Uh, you know, it's um, we had to work really hard to see some changes to get, you know, the park, the wall and, and, and as well as the community together yep. to um, to to so that it not to say that it doesn't look inviting, but the perception of things that happened previously years mm-hmm. back, you know. And uh, so a lot of folks had a different perception of the community. So uh, it was really a pleasure having that party there because it's um, giving folks a different viewpoint on the community. So bringing people from different areas there so that they can see, well, you know what? Yeah, I may have had a perception of it, but it's not like what I thought it was. So, right. and that's the bridges that you, you know, that you build and you bring to the table. So, I'm excited with that. Which is awesome because some people really don't have a reason mm-hmm. to go that way. Mm-hmm. And so you've given them a reason to venture that way, to open up their eyes and for them to see different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's excellent because sometimes you just don't venture that way because you have no reason. Yep. There's nothing over there for you to, and especially if it had a reputation, yep. mm-hmm. not that you're really trying to stay away, but you've heard that reputation, no reason to go over there, so we just continue our way. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, too, and sometimes we just get stuck in our routine. Like, have you ever driv- drove home and then you get home and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't even know how I got here? <laughs> because we get so stuck in that daily mm-hmm. ritual of where we're going and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That I think that that has a, a part of it as well is, uh, you know, I, I never turn left on the street. I always turn right or, you know, I mean, but it was it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, and it was it was nice to see people from all over the community and outside of the community come into was into the Osborne community and and learn a little bit of the history. You know, it really was. It was cool. So uh, let's now I, I know um, our team here have some interesting questions for you that oh they Lord. yes <laughs> but i'm gonna i don't know if this is 
Warner or not, but I guess it'll be broad, and then I'll let them go ahead and, and, and do. Um, anything on the horizon that we can look forward to or, or you know, how the campaign is going? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, the campaign's going really well. I'm proud to be um, endorsed by a, a, a good group of people. And when I say a good group, you don't just want to get endorsements from political people. You want, I'm second time endorsed by the AFL-CIO, um, which is the unions, you know, the workers. Uh, endorsed um, for the first time by the Fire and Rescue. They were the first ones to endorse me this summer, so that, that was nice. Uh, Palm Beach Post endorsed me as the best candidate for District 1. Um, PBCHRC, which is Palm Beach County Human Rights Council, uh, Victory Fund, Roosless. So I've gotten some good endorsements, but the biggest endorsement I need are the people. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, they're the ones who, their their endorsements what counts to me. You know, and it's it's nice to have Commissioner Mac Bernard endorse you yeah. and Senator Bobby Powell and you know yeah. people who are aspirational, mm -hmm. big you know politicians, time, yeah. um, to say that you're the best candidate to continue doing your work, but. What's on the horizon for um, in the next couple weeks, there's a couple more endorsement interviews coming up, and we do have a District 1 um, debate coming up. Oh, nice. Which is going to happen at one of the local churches, so that's mm -hmm. going to be fun. We did do the big debate a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. at the Playhouse, which mm -hmm. was eight candidates, and that is, uh, that's live streamed now mm -hmm. on NAPC through mm -hmm. YouTube. But um, right now it's just really about knocking on doors mm -hmm. and talking to people and finding out what's affecting their day-to-day -day and what are they happy with and what are they unhappy with you know what how how have i served them well um how have i not is there something that i could be doing better uh and um, that's always fun that's the best part is knocking on doors and really getting to talk to people and meet people again where they are and hear good bad and indifferent i mean you're you're wide open when you knock on someone's door <laughs> like go ahead and, and give give it all to me so it's it's interesting because i take notes um on every incident or issue and we try to resolve those as they come up code issues um, stop signs no mm -hmm. striping on the streets simple things like that but then there's the bigger questions you know um, that I can't solve gun violence mm -hmm. that's bigger than me I wish it you know wish it could be local so it's the campaign's going well we're having mm -hmm. fun and uh, I'm feeling good I feel very good I feel mm -hmm. energized yeah. yeah you know I'm gonna just uh, throw this at you real quick and say when you talk about the gun violence and how big it is you know i just um heard uh about the mom uh of the son of the michigan shooting mm -hmm. where they found her involuntary uh manslaughter and she was guilty on all i think it was four counts mm -hmm. yeah for each um person that uh, got killed and uh, it, you know my thoughts are we can find the mom you know for her involvement but then not the issuance, and I don't know if she purchased the gun and handed it to him. That's a different story, yeah, you did. know. Yeah, oh, she did. Yeah, her and the pair, her and her husband are the ones that. Purchased oh, okay. It. Well, then. So that's uh, why they were. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so her husband is going to be. Yeah, he's going to be next. Wow. To wow. To train them how to shoot. It. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's video and pictures of them at the mm -hmm. fire range. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. And that's close to home. Um, Oxford's not far from where we just sold our house a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. But again, I mean, Florida's is the place for the you know we had pulse nightclub in orlando yes. and we had marjorie stoneman douglas yeah. and then taken and factor you know las vegas and what happened there yeah. i was just talking about this really like the united states is the only country that allows this to continue, continue. and doesn't it make changes, changes to, yeah. to rectify yeah. it um yeah. so that's again it's that's a whole that's just something that we, it's 
it's education, education. You know, mm -hmm. my gun, my godson was murdered last year by gunfire, mm -hmm. um, and you know his life was taken at, at 17 years old. So, wow. you know, it's it's something that's real. It happens every single day, every minute of every day. And until we get better politicians who don't get paid off, and yeah. you know who don't care about certain you know initial it's organizations, then you know it's something that we just have to educate our youth on. Right. Wow. You know. So, so PJ, um, were you gonna? There's five minutes left. Okay. Okay. So. He runs a tight ship. I, he does. <laughs> uh, and I'm yeah, telling you, you know. I don't like, I like. Hey, well, eight, eight personalities. <laughs> yeah. So let's go. Continue. Well, well so, Mr. So, Madam uh, Commissioner, if I may ask a No, question. go ahead. Go ahead. So you mentioned coming back from Tallahassee, mm -hmm. and you just mentioned the gun problem that we have that other countries d seem to figure out how to to resolve, yep. what do you hear when you are in Tallahassee and if this subject comes up? Is um, when I'm up there, it's usually during legislative week and I'm up there representing the city, right? So I have to mind my P's and Q's on mm. what I talk about and what I don't talk about. Okay. Um, number one, the city's nonpartisan. My seat is nonpartisan, so I work with everybody. But I'm up there really talking about what's gonna pass law that's gonna affect the residents, the business owners in the city, you know, financially, um, Ordinance-wise, what what home rule are they taking away from us now? Home rule is where the local municipalities get to govern their municipality. Hmm. Well, <laughs> the state of Florida and all their wonderfulness, they keep taking home rule of certain things away from us. Um, one of those last year that was a big conversation was what flag you could fly, and you know what books you can put in. in but so that's all over there. But this is stuff that more affects um, our municipality because we own our own utilities. So we have our own electric water and sewer. So there's a lot of bad utility bills right now that are um, that are up for, for passing. Um, so they don't really talk about that stuff in Tallahassee. Oh, okay. That's more of Washington State, mm -hmm. Lois Frankel. That's more her level. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. You know, whenever I can bend an ear, I do. And, you know, whatever we can do as far as passing ordinances or reading a resolution at the city's level, we do. And, you know, we honor um, where we can. And we try to send... A strong message when we can that we as a body we right. as a city don't tolerate or we support and stand with and you know I mean it's it's the simplest things like the Gaza what's going on over in the Middle East you're gonna have people on the, on the left side the right side and people in the middle and you know unfortunately that's just the way the world is yeah and up yeah. in Tallahassee the, the hard part up there is that you're only one little voice mm -hmm. <laughs> and by the time you've already got up there they've already made up their mind mm -hmm. so even though I'm stating a good case, it's like the jury's already in the room with the door closed and they're gonna make their verdict. So they're just being gracious at this point by even seeing me. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, they're extending the olive branch, if you will. So, you know, so I welcome them back to my city to do a legislative update and make yeah. them look good. Yeah. Um, but it's it's great. You know, I work with all the legislators, um, Representative Caruso, um, Rep Silvers, you know, I mean, we, we work together for the greater good because we all serve the same constituency. Mm -hmm. Right, and at the end of the day, they want to get reelected. Mm -hmm. I want to get reelected this term. So you know, what do we do? How do we listen to the people? You know, right. and the people say A, B, and C. Uh, mm. You know, but half the time they've already they already. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to say a quick uh, Hilda Dell. Thank you for for um, sending us a message there. And Mark is on a cruise, so he's enjoying him himself right now with his wife and some uh, good family time. So they thank you for asking. Fun. 
Yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh, he didn't tell me all where they're going. Well, he's on a cruise. Everything's yes. fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not cleaning. You're not cleaning. You're not cleaning. Exactly. Right. Right. No, I actually hate cruising. Uh, he's definitely. Oh, yes. <gasps> I love. I didn't think I was gonna love cruising until I went on my first uh, one, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I unpack once. Yeah. My biggest decision is what I'm gonna eat. Yeah. I'm in. I just feel <laughs> like you're just trapped. Uh, in like no. A big bowl of uh, the Titanic. No. Titanic. No. <laughs> you know, I was like that too. Yeah. Many years ago, I'm like cruise. I don't want to be on a cruise out in the middle of water. Something happens and that kind of thing. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. And then too. I, I don't one of like my first cruises. cruise years uh, ago, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. It is a city on water. Every time you come back to your cabin, the rooms. Are all yeah. clean, yeah. right? Exactly. It's plenty of food, plenty of food, plenty of activities, yeah. plenty to do. Yeah. On a Sunrise yoga every morning on the ocean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now some of these cruise ships are like amusement parks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So yeah. Nobody mentioned nausea, seasick. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist. You slap a patch on Listen, 10 seconds until break, and we'll be right back with our interview with... Oh. So, um, welcome back to Inspiring Hope. And uh, we're going to ask Commissioner Malega some questions here. Uh, PJ? I'm actually very happy you came back because the last time you were here, it was supposed to be about you, and <laughs> it kind of got derailed. So That's all right. I thought it was a good conversation. It was, it was, it was a, a good, good one. Yes. But um, you're running again for commissioner. Uh, what made you want to run? Uh, what made you want to run again? Um, it was the community. Mm -hmm. You know, the bottom line is, is um, when I got elected, I ran because people in the community, like your dad, um, <laughs> encouraged me to run mm -hmm. because we felt that our district needed somebody with a real voice for our mm -hmm. district, not somebody who just represented us because of where they lived. Mm. So um, we've we've made good headway, like we were talking about before, right, yeah. with Howard Park and mm -hmm. the and Wingfield area, and everything from stop signs to new fire hydrants, mm -hmm. right? Like we've really made movement in District One, and we have a secession plan, so there's a young gentleman who wants to run three years from now, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, you need a bench when yeah, you're yeah. in politics. Otherwise, mm -hmm. the same people are there and right. you get the same results. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. Um, the residents asked me to run again. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't think that the gentleman's ready yet, but he's very much eager to learn and watch and pay attention. Mm -hmm. uh, he's very much involved with the community. He's fourth generation Lake Worth Beach. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. And there are some it's things that I know that keeping it, in keeping it local. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he's uh, he's been there to see the good, bad and indifferent. Mm -hmm. And when I had somebody who came up to challenge me, um, who filed to challenge me, I called the elders in the community and said, do you want me to step down? And they said, we did not ask you to step down. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so that means you want me to keep running. And they said, mm -hmm. if we wanted this person, we would have asked them to run. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm running for the community, um, three successful businesses like we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. I don't need a job, you know, mm -hmm. but I really do. You know, yesterday was one of those tough days where you just, you wake up and you go, why do I care so much? Yeah. Do you guys ever have that day? Yeah. Yes. Where you're like, why do I care about the mattress in the middle of the street? Yeah. Why do I care that that car doesn't have a plate on it? And I'm like, God, why did you make me to care, care so, so much? Because right? it was just one of those down days where I, you know, your phone starts at 7 a.m. Everybody wants a piece of something. Mm -hmm. And for me, 
those are my businesses. That's every facet of my life, not just city. And there are some people who just go to work and they come home and they sit on their couch and they have no gray hair and, <laughs> you know, but God created me to care. Mm. And that was the message at the end of the day yesterday. Well, it's very important that you do care because we need people in power that do care because when we have people in power who don't care, they just do things to benefit themselves or people like themselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that also leads me to my next question. Like, you, for me, knowing you for this little time, it seems like you have a good moral compass. What is, like, some skills or some morals you think would make, like, are needed to be a good commissioner for the city? Number one is being able to listen mm -hmm. and not be defensive. I get criticized, like everybody else. Um, and also just realizing that sometimes people take stuff out on you that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when sometimes I get yelled at over a pothole, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this has a lot more to do than this person's pothole. <laughs> but if they want to throw it into the pothole and give it to me, we'll do it. Um, I also think, like we talked about last time, the more challenges you go through in life, mm -hmm. I believe that God builds character, but it also softens you to, I have to tell you guys, I almost wasn't sitting here this morning. Mm -hmm. I um, I almost got hit by a car today. Wow. Oh, no. Crossing wow. the street. Yeah. And at City Hall, I had both my bags full, and I parked my vehicle, and I walked to City Hall to charge my car. And this lady turned left while looking right when I was in the crosswalk in a one Wow. Way. And I'm in the middle of the crosswalk, and I see that she's not looking at me, and I'm screaming. And finally, she stops two feet from my legs. Mm. And I was vibrating. I was shaking so bad, and I was just like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Wow. And I always joke and say, I don't know if I'm going to see tomorrow. I could get hit by a Corona truck. Mm -hmm. I was like, God, she wasn't a Corona truck. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, I had to find some sense of like right. some, some sense of humor in it because I was like, I am not getting. This is not my story, right? Like, yeah. I, so literally, I had to wait like an hour to like digest mm -hmm. it, stop the mm -hmm. vibration, and just realize it. Every moment of every day is a gift, and you don't know when yours is going to end. Yes, yes. you're yes. so right. So good. So good. You know, one of the things, and, and I'm going to hop in and give it back oh, to you. Yeah. Um, it, it, the reason why, you know, we felt that you had to participate in this election again is, first, the body of work that you had accomplished and the growth of not just our uh, district, but the entire Lake Worth Beach community, which, you know, you may be in charge of our district, but you're very influential in the entire Lake Worth, Lake Worth Beach city. And, uh, you know, from the um, census, uh, which shows how the growth is going in the community, yeah. uh, we need smart people with experience you know, and we need stable, stability to actually, you know, handle that growth. Because if you go through the city of Lake Worth Beach, you see construction going on all over, whether it's beautification of the streets, yep. um, whether it's, you know, buildings going up for more housing. Yep. Uh, you know, you see all these activities going on. And then, you know, to have someone new come in at a time like that who doesn't understand and then it's like a reset and each time you reset and you never get to move mm -hmm. forward. So it, it was a huge concern of ours, you know, that, you know, this is not a time to reset. You're smart, Thank you. you know, and again, you know, you could run for the mayor. Yeah. 
uh, seat and, and beyond. Uh, I, I just truly believe that. Um, so it's important for us to have some stability and folks who with some intellect that will be able to handle the influx of all the growth of the city. And uh, so it was important for us to see that happen there. Thank you. And, and a lot of that, Patrick, you know, I mean, you and I have been doing this for years, right? Mm -hmm. we've, we've been side by side for years. And again, a lot of it's based on relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, a lady had sent me a picture yesterday of a, a certain address on Latona mm -hmm. of all these cars parked on an empty lot. Well, come to find out the county owns a lot. And I said, hmm. Sent it to the county commissioner. I said, well, if the county owns a lot and they don't care about it, maybe mm -hmm. we can get them to gift it to the city of Lakewood Beach, and then mm -hmm. we can give it to Habitat for Humanity. And now we've created that generational wealth with first-time home buyership. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really just, you know, building those relationships. And, and thank you for that, Patrick. I, like mm -hmm. I said, I, the last time I was here, the first time I sat at the table with you guys, I was like, how did I get here? These <laughs> people are brilliant. Like, and they say God sets the table, and I was like, he made the reservation. I must, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be here. I just don't know why yet. But it really is just is, is learning, mm -hmm. right, and mm -hmm. sitting back and watching you and watching Carmel and Miss Reggie and, mm. and even our current mayor. Yes. A lot of people say to me, you know, who do you support? And my answer is I didn't run for mayor because I thought our mayor was doing a good job. Right. But the truth of the matter is, is I sit back and I watch her, mm. and she's older than me. Um, she's not a, in the 80s yet, but mm -hmm. she's older. Mm. Um, she's not an octogenarian, as she calls herself. But she's been in a courtroom for over 40 years, mm -hmm. so she has decorum, mm -hmm. and she has grace. Mm -hmm. And in two and a half years, what I've learned by watching her mm -hmm. and the lack of response when she's poked mm. has taught me a lot, wow. a lot of growth, um, and just knowing when to pray through people when they say stupid stuff and not want to throw punch them um you know i got a little turtle that sits on my desk and he's in a praying hands and he's like you know he's, my sister gave it to me he's he's my little ohm um and just remember and i watch her and i watch how graceful she is mm -hmm. and how she um she does give leeway when people try to poke her and i think that that's learning too is it just learning sitting back and observing mm -hmm. right that's part of that stability right, right. like we are lake worth beach now we used to be lake worth so the names changed, the, the dynamics are changing, and, and you know, really getting more of the youth like, like your son involved and mm. saying, we want stability, but we also need the future. We need the bench. You yeah. know, we need to know who's going to take the reins in the future. Right. And, and I want to say this for the record. Uh, she's sitting across, and then we sat in several meetings, and we don't always, we didn't always agree on certain things. Nope. And uh, we folded out, and, uh, and at the end of the day, at the end of whatever the decisions may have may have not been, we come together and you know we break bread and we do things and you know so we just kept on going you know so and that for me is respect you know mm -hmm. because there's some things that I, I'm going to come up with some crazy things that time and and it needs to be checked you know so if somebody checks it doesn't mean that you know what I mean I don't want somebody saying yeah you know no Pat you know that's that's crazy you know mm -hmm. because we can't do it that way or because well, Pat, of this that's or that crazy and I love yeah, it, 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 it. exactly <laughs> you know it's one, it's one or the other so I just want to say that for the record so folks don't say and I, I she's here because I truly truly feel strong and I'd love to see that city continue the, the way you know especially our our district and I think I see some good things that's going to happen in the future there so thank you no, thank mm -hmm. you. you you do you and your team do they do the heavy lifting right mm -hmm. and um, it's funny because we're going through changes at my in my my church I won't call them out right now mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but 
the church that we that I'm a member of is no longer going to be in the same building. A different church is coming into that building, mm -hmm. and there's dynamics changing. Change, yeah. And it's, again, just trusting whatever God's plan yeah. is with those dynamics. Yeah. And you do it every day. You know, good, bad, or indifferent, COVID, I mean, you're out there. You're doing mm -hmm. it. And I talk all the time about how you do it so organized. Mm -hmm. And you have data, and you make sure that you, you know, you can account for every blood, sweat, and tear, and you have equity built in, into yeah, what you do. Yeah. And I want to thank you because if it wasn't for organizations like Arms of Hope and Healthy Lakeworth Beach and the things that we do as a community, community yeah. you know, Lakeworth Beach wouldn't be as, as amazing as it is. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, your staff is awesome also. So I just want to give uh, kudos to them because they make it easier for us when we're about to do something or someone come up with last minute things and uh, you know we reach out to, to the commissioner and uh, say okay we'll make it happen and I tell you it is truly a blessing and they do it you know willingly and uh, with a lot of energy and really happy about doing it. So I'm, I'm thankful with that. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah, they're, they're good They're good employees, but they're, they're the, again, the backbone of the city, you yeah. know? Well, this is very informative for Terry and I because we are somewhat kind of new to Lake Worth. Okay. We're transplant from up north. We mm. come from the Chicago area, and we've been in Lake Worth for about five years. Mm -hmm. And so now to hear of you and to have met you um, it just gives us a, a greater insight of the community and the city that we moved into. Yeah. So I thank you. Well, welcome. For, uh, welcome you to the city. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going to be honest and say I didn't know you were in Lake Worth. I don't. I don't know why I thought maybe West Palm. No, we're actually no. right beside um, right um, Wellington. Wellington. Oh, right so you're on the um, so you're on corporate rate. Yeah. 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 That, so that's the. That's the one that any bad thing happen out there, they they throw it on us. So that's what I wanted to know. So mm -hmm. is all of Lake Worth Lake Worth Beach or just the eastern part of Lake Worth? So no, Lake Worth Beach is seven square miles. So mm -hmm. Lake Worth is actually unincorporated Palm Beach County. Mm -hmm. So it's and it's funny because I have a little tiny pocket um, in the middle of my district that's unincorporated and it's like two and a half streets. Um, but yeah, people are like, oh, you're my commissioner. I live in the military. I'm like, mm, nope, that's a county. <laughs> <laughs> um, so call them and yell them. Um, no, but it, it is, it's confusing. So that's why the previous commission in 2018 put the name change on the ballot. Um, number one, we have our own beach, which a lot of municipalities don't, and it's beautiful. Um, and number two, it was to separate that, like, Patrick said, if that happens, <laughs> you know, people would say, you know, shooting in, in Lake Worth, and you're like, that's, that's, that's past 441. Like, that's yeah. not Lake Worth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but according to Google and, you, you know, post office and everything, we're still all, you know, like one, one city. They haven't yeah. updated the name change. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so technically you're unincorporated. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, so you're right. county. So we have no representation? Is that what You do. Means? It's county commissioners. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You got the big guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the deep pockets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess we haven't benefited from that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come to Tallahassee. I'll do an intro. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier you were speaking on, you know, how diverse Lake Worth is. Like you have one side that, you know, has some pocket change and then the other side that, you know, are kind of struggling to meet ends meet. And, you know, the community itself isn't at its peak shape. 
So what are some things that you could recommend or say that we can do to make the community a more healthier and positive atmosphere to be in? Um, number one, people have to realize that Lakewood Beach is a melting pot. Mm -hmm. And we have people from everywhere, from Chicago to El Salvador. Mm. So it's really a different lifestyles that mm -hmm. people have to get accustomed to. And I travel a lot, you know, um, I go to a lot of islands, I go to a lot of third world places. And it's always funny because when I come home, it's that different for me. Yeah. But when you've never been mm -hmm. outside mm. of the United States or you've never been to someplace that doesn't have access to recycling mm -hmm. or to places to take cars that are no longer functioning. So I have a, a better grasp of why it's like that. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of it's education, right? To me, the only way I can change anything is job creation, economic stimulation, mm -hmm. and, and opportunities. Because to me, if I, if I can create those three things, then you can help to do a paradigm mind shift. Because what you're born into is not what you have to stay in or right, become. Right. And mm -hmm. that's really what it comes down to with Lake Worth Beach is giving, you know, giving kids a hard conversation, you know, um, and, and really telling people who are in their mid-30s and 40s, you don't have to be a renter to the slumlord. Let's get you on the right track. Mm -hmm. Let's teach you how to do credit worthi worthiness. Let's, you know, show you how to do a, a right financial plan. Mm -hmm. And so whenever the Lake Worth Beach CRA does these programs or the county does housing studies, I promote, promote, promote. I am all about opportunities. Um, not opportunistic, but opportunities yeah. to mm -hmm. really change who's got, it should be a level playing field. Right. And it should be access to education and access, access to resources. It's because it's so drastic. It's extremely drastic, but a lot of it, again, is generational wealth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most of my friends who are wealthy or who are higher end, their parents owned their home. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't never, never owned a home. Mm. So you have to look at, you know, did their parents go to college? My parents didn't even graduate high school. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's about that, that mind shift, right, mm -hmm. and, and just realizing that, we have to give opportunities to everybody to even the playing field. Mm. And that's why, where I think we're gonna get the change in Lake Worth mm. Beach. Would you say that's like one of your main goals when you're rerunning into the office? Yep, so um, looking at how we can encourage businesses to choose Lake Worth Beach, yeah. almost incentivize, um, not with taxes, but other incentivizations, like what can we do to be at the table when you apply for an SBA loan and you're looking for a place to put your business. Mm -hmm. And the CRA, again, does a great, that's the Community Redevelopment Agency, they do a fantastic job at that. Uh, we have an opportunity right now to bring a amazing art um, collection, mm -hmm. which is an art gallery mm -hmm. from Fort Lauderdale to Lake Worth Beach as its permanent home. Wow. And this is, the, those are called destination locations mm -hmm. and really changing the fabric because once you get people to come into the city, well now you need more <laughs> to fulfill, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's how you do that job creation that's, you know, is, is really stimulating the economy mm. and giving people an opportunity to be a homeowner, right. to be a business owner. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm not about punching the time clock. I mean, that's why I have three businesses and, and do what I do. I would fire myself. Um, I, I just, I, I don't take direction. Well, I just like, do a 15-minute lunch break, what? It's, it's much better when you're self-employed and you don't get a paid vacation. Um, but it's just, again, about giving opportunities, and, and especially with our youth, you know? Yeah. Suits for Seniors is a great program that I got into the high school a couple yes. years ago with that, the help of Healthier Lake Worth yeah. Beach. Um, Suits for Seniors is a nonprofit organization that goes into the high schools, and it's um, Representative Tay Edmonds, Javante yes. Edmonds. Mm -hmm. It's his nonprofit that he's had before he was ever a politician, yeah. and it's it's getting with men and women, young men and women in school, and teaching them how to fill out an application, mm -hmm. how to do a resume, how to be financially ready, how to balance a checkbook, mm -hmm. how to interview, and 
when I first met him, I said, well, why aren't you in the high school? He said, we don't have the funds. I said, oh, I know people. <laughs> Healthy Lake Worth Beach, yeah. there's yeah. a bug, um, was the first ones to sponsor yeah. getting Suits for Seniors into the Lake Worth High School. And that, again, is giving opportunity. You know, but the sad part was the first graduation we went to, there was one parent out of 16 kids who wow. were suited that day. Mm-hmm. And it's because it was in 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And my people are working people and they're not going to be able to take the day off to watch their kid get a new suit i mean and they just can't and so you you learn right like okay maybe next time we need to do it like on a sunday in the middle of the afternoon like how do we how do we get the community to be able to stand here and support this right um not just run across him he and i um community partners had an event um a toy drive and uh tay and i were the celebrity bartenders together (laughs) and uh you know he always has to i always try to be the best dressed until tay shows up here we go you know um so yes he and i we run into each other often we um we always support each other you know we've we've had real hard conversations before we ever got to know each other and he does good work he really does he works hard for the community he works hard, hard for his constituents but the lives that he changes in his suits for seniors, oh, that's impactful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to Healthy Lake Worth Beach and Community Partners for funding that. Round of applause. Liz, did you have any questions you wanted to ask? I guess what I have to say is, is there any projects that you are looking to support this upcoming year? Um, any new upcoming projects have you heard about maybe coming from the youth or coming from new um, leaders in the community um nothing yet we do have two um, projects that are once coming to fruition which is the education foundation Um, that's another non-for-profit and they're building not just an apple store but an innovation hub right across the street from barton elementary which is amazing because the first time i toured it it was in riviera beach and what they do is they collect brand new school supplies for teachers. Well, the teachers got to schlep all the way to Riviera Beach. So when they said, well, we'd really like to come to Lake Worth Beach, I was like, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're thinking about our crossing Barton Elementary. I'm like, you have my attention. Um, Barton Elementary is my elementary school in my district. It's on the Lantana border. But across the street from it were old, dilapidated, what looked like military barracks. And it really was a juvenile detention center back in the day. And it was one of those things that just held the community down. You know, it had bad energy. I said, you're gonna knock those down and you're gonna put in a building that gives supplies away? No brainer. So um, move forward and we got the zoning change that we needed. We should be cutting the ribbon soon on that project. So I'm very excited about that coming to fruition. For our teachers, for the youth, um, we have another one that's coming in which is gonna address uh, affordable housing for seniors which is a huge missed opportunity in many communities because we often forget about our seniors and our vets who are on fixed income. So it's 189 units that's coming to Lake Worth Beach that'll be affordable housing. I think that's so interesting because when people think of seniors in Florida, they think of like retirees with pockets full of money just wasting nope. it. Yeah, no, and a, and a lot of time it is, it's, you know, people who are on SSI, like I said, our veterans, people who are, are, are on a fixed income, and they may not have the ability to go out and earn a little extra money. So when this project came forward, we all were, were behind it and very excited to say yes. 
and it's brand new housing so you know it's going to be innovative and it's on Dixie Highway it's close to the, um, the bus routes and not far from downtown so those are two projects that I'm super excited about and again development you know investment you know that's going to really move the, move the needle I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm fishing. I'm casting the net. Right, and I'm right. Like, nope, that's not. <laughs> yep, James. Yep. And all that stuff. I'm just like, okay. So that now everything that I should know is just out the window. So, so you I, thought it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we started off. Exactly. So with I'm with the turkey giveaway. <laughs> It's, it's a huge win for, for the city of Lake Worth Beach. It's a huge win for teachers across the county. Mm -hmm. um, but really, at the end of the day, the impact is to the students, right? Because the more prepared our teachers are, the better you know, they can be at teaching. And that was one of the projects that I'm very proud of. And I, I, put my, you know, I put my effort and my time and energy into making sure we got the zone change. And we did what we needed to do to make sure that came to fruition. And uh, I really wish that I would have been there when they demoed all those horrible buildings. But I missed that day. <laughs> So it's 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 going to be a great day when, when we cut the ribbon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sitting through this short interview. We have uh, three minutes until break. Is there anything you want to say in regards to the upcoming election? Um, no, just make sure that everybody knows that they can register to vote by mail, and this is for also the presidential preferred primary, mm -hmm. um, which we know we have coming up. So it's on March 19th, but you can register to get your vote by mail by February 20th at votepalmbeach.gov. Um, you can also
also do early voting because it is a presidential preferred primary. There are early voting locations uh, up to two weeks before the election. And just make sure when you go out and vote on March 19th that you make sure you're voting for Sarah Malika for District mm-hmm. 1, City of Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> they say if you don't ask for it, you don't get it, right? That's right. Now, unincorporated, can I vote in? No, unfortunately. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> no, well, we can start looking for a house for you. <laughs> <laughs> Every vote does count, right? <laughs> yes. You know, we we want to share and say how important the local elections are because we often take it for granted. Mm-hmm. But uh, those are actually the ones that you see things actually, you know, yep. get, where things get done. So, you know, it's important that we, you know, we go out and participate and, uh, and vote for some things uh, mm-hmm. you know, or continue to change um, what we've done already. So Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Ended to to Lake Worth. The beach was at it because of 62 votes. Is that right? Wow. Yep. You know, this has been truly uh, a pleasure for me again, and um, you know, we're cheering you on, and uh, we we know you're going to win. So I'm just going to put it out there like that. Thank you. You (laughs) I I, I honestly, I tell God every day, like it's it's his plan. uh, You know, and it's funny because the first time I ran and I brought up God and my faith. Yeah. I had people who wouldn't support me, and they're yeah. like, "You got You can't separate change." I was like, "Wait, wait, wait. Maybe that's who I am. Yeah. That has nothing to do with who I'll work. You know, who yeah. I'll work for." Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I give it all to him. You yeah. know, just like this morning, not getting hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going out like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just really just trusting his plan and knowing that if I'm doing it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. and that's genuinely why I'm running, it's for the right reasons. It's not because I have anything personally to gain. Um, if anything, I've got more gray hairs than I know what to do with on a daily basis. But it's just, you know, but when you have people like Patrick in, in the community. And we are on break. You know, it, it, but that's the truth. I mean, it's yeah. really just that our, our city is based and built on and all of our nonprofits. Nonprofits, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we've got Suits for Seniors. Yes. We've got Arms of Hope. Mm-hmm. We've got For the Children. Mm-hmm. This is seven square miles. Mm. Um, Pathways to College. Mm-hmm. We have Youth Empowerment Camp. Mm-hmm. Hoops for Hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't even name them all. Well, yeah. yeah. In seven square miles. In seven square miles, that's yeah. Insane. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Right? Is and that, that, that's uniquely different than other. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I tell you, it is truly important for each one of them. And they're all really active. Not just, you know, they're out there doing stuff. Not you know, amazing. yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're out there no, no, doing they're, stuff. They're impactful yeah. in big ways. Yeah. Not little. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge ways. Mm-hmm. You know, Christine's getting that new building on Lucerne soon. Is that right? On Lake Avenue. Yeah. Wow. Um, what is the address? 12 something Lake Avenue. Wow. That's awesome. Boarded, yeah. It's been boarded up for almost 20 years. $300,000 in grants. Wow. Yep. So she'll be right on Lake Avenue, right down five blocks from the high school. Yeah. So that'll be cool to see. Yeah, it would really be cool. So do they have a yeah, uh, expected date of finishing the senior building? Uh, no. They're, no, we just they just got the go-ahead mm-hmm. from the CRA. So mm-hmm. now they're working on purchasing the land because right now there's a car dealership <laughs> on it. Okay. It's probably within two years. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. um, he got. He, they were also waiting for the. So with the state system and the county, there's a credit tax credit for affordable housing, and it's mm-hmm. like a lottery. Mm-hmm. And he got 
the tax credit so we know the project's moving forward. Mm -hmm. so are you are you leaving or are you staying? No, I'm staying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to. I have a question. For you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now on second thought. When the project first came forward, I was like, we have one, um, it's called the Lakewood Towers, it's a senior housing, it's actually being remodeled right now, it's like from the 1950s, <laughs> um, to the, I mean, the elevator broke down all the time. Yeah. Um, that one's being renovated, but this is really, everybody talks about, see, and I grew up poor, so mm -hmm. I'll never forget the first time I was at a neighborhood meeting, and they were talking about, well, section, they said, that, those affordable houses belong over there on Dixie Highway. I was like, first of all, we're not talking about Section 8. <laughs> I'm like, second of all, why does somebody who has to be an affordable, why should we have to live anywhere else but where everybody else lives? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, I mean, I, my horns came out that day. <laughs> <laughs> like, Y'all need to just like, mm, yeah. listen, you white people who live around the lake. <laughs> but, you know, literally, but that was really how they thought, you mm. know, in, in this community was, Oh, affordable housing, that should be over there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you, you, first of all, my house, I bought through Adoptive Family through a first time home buyers program. Yeah. And I'm thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, to me, what makes it so sad, too, though, is the community, because they can, they will build these beautiful, affordable home uh, apartments there. And then they say so many of them has to be of affordable. Section 8 yeah. Yeah, or affordable. And then you have them move in, and then they don't take care of them. Yeah. Mm. And it's like those are townhomes, yeah. We, and we have um, one on uh, North A Street mm -hmm. that was supposed to be mostly, um, but it's not even affordable now. Is across the spectrum, mm -hmm. so they don't do Section Eight. Just means that the government's substitute, yeah. yeah, right. But with this, with now affordable, it's a spectrum from what is your AMI for Palm Beach County? Mm -hmm. Well, the AMI for Palm Beach County is not what it is for Lakewood Beach. Mm -hmm. right, right. But unfortunately, housing doesn't care. Mm -hmm. HUD doesn't care. They go off the county. Mm -hmm. So it starts from 30%. Okay. It starts from 30% and goes up to 80. Mm -hmm. So then based on how many people are in the house. Okay. If you haven't watched the debate. You know, I tried I try to, uh, Carmel called me, and I tried to, she gave me, but I just need the link, because I couldn't I'll get from find it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, she gave it to me. And it's actually on my website now, I, it's I, live. Oh. Welcome everyone back to um, Inspiring Hope here, and uh, Commissioner Malega is going to stay on with us, and uh, now we're gonna get to hear from the mosses, right? <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, it's Valentine's Day now because we got through Thanksgiving and <laughs> Christmas <laughs> and all those days. And then now, you know, New Year's and everything, we got through all of that. So now it's Valentine's Day. And uh, we want to hear a little bit, uh, since you guys are, I don't know if I, I should say to love doctors or <laughs> what. <laughs> Can we resurrect it? I like no, it. <laughs> 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 this is your love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, you guys do a lot of good work, and I know you get ready to go on missions too to um, Uganda, Kenya. Kenya. Okay, Kenya. Yeah, Uganda yeah, was yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, well, tell us a little bit uh, about that before you get into your, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your travel and um, before we get into your. Your love doctor ship. 
Thank you, thank mm. you, thank you. And I, I almost would have wanted to relinquish our time to hear oh, more from the commissioners. <laughs> it really was interesting listening. I don't get a chance to listen to commissioners often in Man. all the work that you do and how you do and how you have to navigate the waters of um, politics. Uh, not easy. Crazy not world. easy. Yeah. It is a crazy world. And they do not give you a playbook, by the way. Yeah. There are no directions. Yeah. Yes. 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 And we appreciate that, um, which kind of connects to what we do in a sense, yeah. because what we do is all about um, relationships and specifically marriage relationships and trying to find a way to help them build something that's healthier mm -hmm. and more vibrant and more jo more joyful. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason why that's so important to us is. We believe that, and I'm going to get to the Kenya, but yeah, I just sure, thought sure. I just want to mention yeah, this, yeah. because we believe if you have a healthy marriage relationship, mm -hmm. you have a healthy home. Mm -hmm. Amen. If you have a healthy home, you have healthy churches. Mm -hmm. If you have healthy churches and healthy children within that home, yes, but if you have healthy marriages and families and churches, then I think you would have healthier communities. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And thus a healthier world. Yes. So and, and, and that healthier world, not just to impact this generation, but the generations to come. Um, yeah. And why that becomes so important is because over the 25 years or so that I've been here working with married couples, I began to realize that a lot of them haven't had a good model to follow. Right. And so now they get married and I'm a father, I'm a mother, I'm a this and that. And, and how do I do that? or get married and well, I, don't, I never had a healthy relationship, now how do I do that? And if you have two people that come from unhealthy relationships, when they come together, what do you think they're gonna form? Yeah. And so that's, that's why One Flesh Ministries um, came about, was because of our hearts to help. And uh, there's a lot of hurting people For sure. and hurting couples in hurting relationships. And I would say not even just married relationships. There are a lot of relationships in general that are dysfunctional mm -hmm. and unhealthy. Mm -hmm. and, and there's no joy in them. Yes. And for the believer, I just, I just love the scripture that says in John 10.10, 10, the last part of that says that Jesus says, I come that you may have life mm -hmm. and that you may have it more abundantly, abundantly. or one scripture says, uh, to the full. And I always think, boy, w w these marriages that struggle and don't enjoy the fullness of joy in their relationship and in their marriage and in a home, when they go out and about in society, there's not, there's not a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. There's a smile on the face mm -hmm. and there's a Oh, hello. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Or you go to the church. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm good today. How are you? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, but our, our, our work is trying to get into the heart of man and the heart of woman and help them to build something that is greater than they ever imagined. Mm -hmm. And why that's so important to me personally is because I was married for 26 years and never enjoyed that, and it ended in divorce. 
went through my tough time of learning and growing and becoming um, to find me. And I did that through finding him closer. <laughs> and, uh, and then he brought me this wonderful woman. And, uh, and for almost 18 years, it has been absolutely fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And so that's what we, we now go various places trying to teach what we have coined is marriage by design. Mm to help people understand how do you do marriage the way it was intended. Not the way we do it, <laughs> but the way it was intended from the beginning. And so we talk about that. And so that gives us opportunities to go various places. And in 2022, we were invited to go to Uganda and to teach marriage by design to various churches in Uganda, which was an awesome experience. And then uh, next week, we leave to go to Kenya to uh, do the same. Oh, and awesome. so... Uh, it's just amazing to us what God is doing and how he's opening up doors. Mm -hmm. And uh, we appreciate uh, Super Jams and yes. you, Pastor Patrick, for allowing us to be part of this. And then uh, we just found out the other day that we're getting an opportunity to be on television. Wow. Uh, to uh, be interviewed on television, mm -hmm. I should say, mm -hmm. uh, in uh, May oh. of this year. Oh, nice. So, so things are happening. Yeah. And again, we're just looking for ways to... Uh, to really help build those help those healthy relationships. Mm. So, uh, since the commissioner is here, if I may, mm -hmm. uh, use a little of our time to, <laughs> to, to, to ask her this question, which is an important question to me and to us, because a lot of times we look at how to get, how do we get the word out to couples that there's help and there's hope, because a lot of couples don't feel that. And so I think in terms of serving the community any ideas that you might have that someone like us, we're a nonprofit organization, and, and being a nonprofit, how can we serve uh, in a greater way in the community? Well, I think number one, God bless you for what you're doing, because you know, like you said, if you don't leave what, what you know behind and you carry that dysfunction, at the end of the day, you are still there. <laughs> yes, you can't yes. get away from you until you change you. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So I think that you know the most important thing is, no matter, and I always tell people this, my wedding ring is a cross, and our wedding rings are crosses because my marriage is based on faith, mm -hmm. because of, we don't have anything in our house without that, and a lot of people come into our home and they know. There's a joke on the streets, and the joke is, my nickname's B. B loves Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> B didn't know Jesus before 2004. <laughs> and he's still loving me then. That's so right. There's That's the key. That's right. But That's really, right. it's how do we get to people before they decide to get married? Yes. Because to me, if you don't do the work, and it's just like when you're in recovery, right? Like, you can be in recovery, or you can be a dry drunk. Mm -hmm. And until you do the work to fix what's underneath you're just bringing that stink with you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times to me, it's, you know, just leading by example. And that's what you guys are doing. You're leading by example. The Bible also says that if you're divorced, you're broken. And there's, you know, parts of the Old Testament that people really lean into with that. And I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, here's your, there's your story. 26 years, mm -hmm. you weren't with the right person. And now you are. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's leading by example. And it's just like when we talked about last time when I was here about being a foster parent. Mm -hmm. Knowing that people are always watching you. Mm -hmm. And you being out in the public eye and people knowing 
the love doctors and what you do, <laughs> it wouldn't look good if you were in the middle of Publix and you guys are spatting over <laughs> rice or meat or noodles. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. In my house, we just put them both in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, we just, we just. And, but that's again is you'd never realize who's watching. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just that's what you do. You know, yeah. just by being out there and being who you are. And again, it goes back to that grace word. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, listen, there are days I come home after 14 hours at City Hall and I don't even like me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have this wonderful spouse who's sitting at home who watches the meeting the whole time. So she knows what I'm dealing with when I come home. Mm. That's her sacrificing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, watch it the next day, next day at times two with wine. I'm like, no. why are you watching it live? <laughs> like, but to me, you guys are doing it. Mm. You're, you know, you're, you're stepping out of your comfort zone. You're going overseas. You're going into territories that are not they're not a walk in the park. You're not going to lay on the beach in Jamaica. That's right. And, that's right. and thank you for doing that because that's really what it takes is going out and showing the world what it means to be genuinely happy and to be each other's support system. You could tell yeah. when you guys walked in the room. You know, my grandparents raised me and my grandfather always said, that's my queen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just, that's the hierarchy that I believe in a marriage that there should always be a love language. Yes. And a respect and you, you already said it, you, you, built, you build the house and mm -hmm. everything else around it, mm -hmm. you know, yes. the, the kids come into play. And, and like I said, I lost my godson, but he was our godson since he was five. Mm -hmm. And his mom's Guatemalan. Mm. And when she used to explain, these are Manny's god moms in the Guatemalan <laughs> culture, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. she loved us yeah. because of our faith mm -hmm. and because she wanted her son to be around that. Mm -hmm. And it's contagious. Yes, mm -hmm. excellent, that excellent. Is that foundation. Absolutely. Yes. And that foundation is what helps the community. And so I was feeling you a lot when you said how you care. And God has instilled that in you because it does take a degree of caring. And when you said, why should you care more than yes. the other person mm -hmm. care? Mm -hmm. It's the gift that was given. We say that all the time. Sometimes we're just laying at nighttime and we're just going over some of the conversations that we have with couples and we're like, why should we be fighting harder for their marriage than, than they, they are? are. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But yes. because we do care. Yeah. God put it in you. And, and so we have the opportunity to also teach what we call prep for marriage. Getting yourself prepared. Because individuals believe, okay, I'm going to get out of this marriage mm -mm. because it's not going well and I'm going into the next one. Well, like you said, guess what? You're, You're taking there. you right into the next one. <laughs> Don't you wish that like Plenty of Fish and Christian Singles and all them made them made, made everybody do one of those classes yeah, before they even got on the app? <laughs> like, do you know how much, what their success rate would be? Yeah. How much better if you guys were running, running the show? Well, we need you to run for a higher position because we say that always. When you go to apply for your marriage license, you need to go through prep for marriage yes. you got to get a driver's license you got to do it for a driver's license i mean there's the things that we allow people to do do you know what i have to do to be a foster parent oh, yeah. oh, oh heavenly father <laughs> from testing the temperature of the water that comes out of my bathtub yes. to yes. the liquid that's in my refrigerator yes. but anybody can be a parent mm -hmm. but for me to be a foster parent there's nine thousand hoops it's the same yes. thing with you yes. you're coming in and you're telling kids wait hold up wouldn't it be nice if, if when they came for a marriage license, they said, well, now you got to call the love doctors. Mm -hmm. And when they give you a certificate of completion, then we'll give you your marriage license. <laughs> yes. But what yes. we also we do is do that. we, <laughs> we, we teach blended family. love that. So we teach blended family. So on that application, are you blending your family? Are you bringing kids in that? Well, now you got to go to door two. <laughs> it's going to be about 16 weeks before you <laughs> And that's, per be educated. <laughs> and that's per personality, right? <laughs> <laughs> Five 
times 16. Oh, you can hear what? So, in 2026, we'll <laughs> Let me just Listen, take two yeah, minutes. Uh, I'm Michelle in the chat has a question for the love doctors. <laughs> <laughs> what gives us the authority to tell others, us, I'm assuming y'all, gives us the authority <laughs> to tell others how marriage works when Americans' divorce rate is at 50%? Well, I think by virtue of that statistic is why there needs to be some understanding of how marriage is to work. Because as I said, the way we do marriage today it isn't the way it was intended. Hmm. What I mean by that, it, a lot of things, but one thing in terms of there, there's, there's a, a, a preparation of yourself. There's one of the things that we teach in terms of being emotionally prepared mm -hmm. for marriage. There, there's a mindset and a heart set that is important when you are coming into a, re a relationship because there's that need to be able to give yourself to another person. And when you don't know yourself and don't feel good about yourself, it's going to be difficult to give yourself it's to another person. person yeah. And so we get married with different ideals of, for instance, well, I'm going to marry because, hey, I just think this is a you know, cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, hey, you know, if we bring our finances together, then we don't have to pay as much. And <laughs> so this is a great time to be together. Yeah. But there's a lot more to um, a, a healthy relationship that goes deeper. Right. And people need to understand that. In order to understand that, there needs some need to be someone who can help teach that and yeah. show that because we haven't had good models of it, and that's why this the divorce rate is so high. Yeah. And, and I always simplify, simplify it, make it very simple. As yeah, like I, I complicate the concept. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like to get a driver's license. Someone needs to teach you how to drive. Mm -hmm. And then there's rules of the road. Yes. When you follow those rules of the road, then you're driving properly. Mm -hmm. When you decide to drive um, impaired or drive the way you choose to drive, then there's consequences. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that. Mm -hmm. there's, there's rules to being in a, a healthy, mutually satisfying right. marriage. Yeah. Yeah. There's that respect and yeah. appreciation. And we often say that you know, in, in different groups and things like that, we'll, we'll ask people, how many of you got married so that it would fail? Raise your hand. And nobody raises their hands. Because you who should be a politician. <laughs> 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 because who gets married mm -hmm. so that it will fail? Yet, as the caller indicated, the divorce rate, in some locations, and that varies, but in general, we'll use that 50% number. It's, it's obviously not, and by the way, there's something I read years ago, I haven't been able to prove it, but it sounds like a good statistic to me, mm -hmm. just anecdotally. It says that 50% of the marriages end in divorce, but 85% of the 50% that remain are unhappy. Mm. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And, and so think about that. And so there, there has to be a better way. And so one of the things that we teach is why marriages fail, and we go into some depth around that that is uh, pretty unique and a, in a unique perspective, but it's biblical, so it's right. <laughs> I, I just want to say, Michelle, thank you for that question. We appreciate you listening and engaging with us because that's uh, where solutions actually happen. So thank you so much. And I want to say also, uh, Paulette, thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in uh, each time. 
So now, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to get used to having a producer for the show, okay? <laughs> so you got to excuse me here. So, you know, if not only he's a producer of the show, he, he's becoming a producer of my life, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, I was uh, capable until he graduated. Now I'm not sure, you know, I got to get his permission for everything. <laughs> so I want to ask the question. Sure. Now. And I think a lot of mindsets when you're going into marriage and mm -hmm. into relationships, you don't look at it like most professions. Like to be a doctor, you have to go to school to be a to become a doctor, right? Right. right. To most of the things, to be even a chef, mm -hmm. most great chefs go to school to learn how to be a chef. Mm -hmm. Why is it that we don't think that it's proper etiquette to go someplace and learn how to have a happy marriage mm -hmm. or how to be married mm -hmm. or what can we do to improve Prevent in our marriage. marriage yeah. Sometimes it's like we fail to seek the help that's out there and needed and so we fail at it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think a lot the fifty percent exactly. of the stats is mm -hmm. the way it is. Right. Wow. You know, I, I, I truly agree with you on that and, and when you're talking about bringing two sometimes different personality or even the same type of personality. Um, it, it takes some level of tolerance to, to actually deal with it because the first uh, situation is, you know, two different personalities. Then you got to learn one another, and, you know, and that, that proposes some challenges right there, you know, learning one another, patience and all that other stuff, and can I endure that? And then, you know, the other scenario where, you you know, you're, you're – same type of personality so you're looking at yourself each time and even like man I don't know if I like myself this often you know what I mean so it becomes a challenge there so each perspective you know you can see some challenges there so education is always um, important you know because when we see things a lot of us we see somebody or we work with someone and you know you find out that there's chemistry there because of your relationship in that period but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good relationship because it may not extend outside of if it's at your workplace or if it's in school or, you know, wherever it may be. So it's going to take a lot more to actually engage in an individual, you know. When you're talking about doing things together now, um, I, I always look at marriage as a business. So when you come in together with your financing, you know, finances, you know, uh, do I trust this person enough to do this or share this? Mm -hmm. You know, will this person be there for me if I'm in this type of state or what have you? So all of these questions that comes up, you know, and, and then we're always looking for the next best thing you know because if you're married to that person who's flipping burgers and fries you know then um you know you don't want to go you know talk about him you know at a party or something like that because he's not that attorney or that doctor that you would like to you know what everybody else is talking about so you have all those different things to engage in you know so but I think in a healthy relationship, it takes you. Mm -hmm. So look at you. If you are secure with who you are mm -hmm. and love who you're with, then you don't mind openly talking about, oh, yeah, my husband's over there. Be the best hamburger flipper you can be. <laughs> Brag on him. My boo can flip five hamburgers at one time. 
you see what I mean? So when you're helping, who, who doesn't know that he may just be owning that burger Big shop? Right that, absolutely. Right, right. Don't put limitations on it. No, who put that bacon? Burger? <laughs> you gotta make it a bacon burger. That's right. You see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's the healthiness of yourself. Mm -hmm. When you're so concerned what outside may think or what mm -hmm. you say, now you're not content with him or yourself. Mm -hmm. So to have a healthy relationship, it takes you being in that relationship yeah. and not looking out. And I think like a part of it to, to consider would be just the society that we live in because um, it is very much focused on like corporate interests. You have to work, work, work. You know, people don't really get a chance to even spend time with their spouses or be present in any type of way other than um you know in passing right and i think that that can affect the relationship too and you're fixated on paying the bills because you know like you already know the the what you have to do to stay alive in this type of world that yeah, we live in i think i wanted to answer kind of that question that you were mentioning when you were just like, <laughs> when you were saying like, you know, why, like, why do people not care enough to like go through training to get married? And I think it's like, you know, uh, does it like, where's the money? Like, where's the jobs? Where's the this? That's what people are going to say. Where's the statistics? Can you even like put a number towards how you feel happy? Like, how do you put a statistics toward that? And it's like, I think that that's the type of culture that we're in right now, like society that we're in. It's like you can't measure it and you can't make data, money data, off data. of it yeah. yeah and it's like and it goes back to like i was briefly mentioning that my partner is in tallahassee doing all that stuff with legislative session right now and i got an opportunity to sit there and like listen to what's being said and like you know it's crazy when you bring these ideas up and you say hey like you know can we shift from this corporate mindset and think about our youth think about kids think about you know the next generation and how, how it's going to affect them these people are shifting in their seats and yawning and writing notes and just not really paying attention, you know? And those are the people making decisions. And as you were saying, it's like they already have their minds made up. So it's like, all right, next, next. Sometimes they, they'll put a two-minute timer on you yep. mm -hmm. because there's so many people that are up for opposition to bills. There's so many people that um, maybe just have something, you know, they want to speak on it. They'll time you like, like you only can really speak for two minutes when there's so many other things to say you know so i think that kind of plays like um plays into what you were saying it's like why is it not important well everyone it kind of goes to what you were saying about um the next best thing it's like the idea of instant gratification right right yes. like if i don't feel good now then it's a wrap you know what yeah. i mean i need to feel credit good now now, now yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah you could you could say that again um, because it's true you know let me just chime in here for a quick second so i i love what you're saying because it really does it hones in like i always say i married my best friend mm -hmm. but i always married i also married the person who will tell me you're out of line Bring it in. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I married the person who knows me inside and out, knows me better than I know myself. But again, we're 30 plus years in the making. I know I'm only 25, and that doesn't make sense. <laughs> 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 we were, you know, um, but my 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 spouse, who you and I've talked about before, like I earned the right to call her my wife. But at the end of the day, she's my best friend. Mm. And if you don't take five minutes and realize that tomorrow's not promised, 
that job is going to replace you in a heartbeat. That's right. But the person who, who you sleep with, who you live with, whose toothbrush is next to yours, the moment something happens to their life, it happens to you. Mm -hmm. And unless you have that dynamic connection mm -hmm. that where you can't breathe with the thought of something happening to them, mm -hmm. to me, you're just not with the right person. Mm -hmm. Because I can't imagine my life without my, without my person. Mm -hmm. you know? And no job, no career, no political is ever going to prioritize over my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's where you have to have boundaries. Yes. And I'm sure you guys are big on boundaries. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we talk about that. But but I love what you just said there. How much? 10. Oh. Go ahead. And then I'll, I'll come back to that okay. after this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, have a, I have a question. Why are your, how are your teeth so white? You need to do a commercial. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we get like a plug over here for a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dental care is something that's very important to me. I mean, your teeth are pink. Yeah. And you have a beautiful smile. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a dynamic smile. Yeah. We paid a lot for that. <laughs> it was worth every yeah. penny. It was worth oh, every penny. Oh, gosh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. But anything worth having, you're going to pay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. One way or another. Yes. It's like a relationship. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so do you care that? Yeah. you see that outcome? Exactly. You exactly. Are you big on affirmations? Do you guys do affirmations oh, yeah. for intentionality? Oh, we're big on affirmations. And then we also do, when we do prep for marriage, you have to fill out the, um, the what do you call it, babe? The symbols. The symbols. We do an assessment. Yep. Yes, so that you can determine whether or not you're even suitable from each other, for each other. And mm. if so, then you look at together, going down there, what the past issues, what some Ooh, of the things you deal question. with, how you do it, how you do it. I got a response it's first. It's an assessment test. <laughs> right. I love that. I, gotta, I love that. And then before we start doing the prep for marriage, so I love that. we will get to know each other. Because a lot of things, you go into a marriage and you hide in stuff. But it's funny because you said the financials. I literally asked my wife to marry me in October. I said, and we're getting married on December 21st. She goes, what's the hurry? I'm like, taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I was honest. <laughs> she always tells people how romantic that was. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you got five? Mr. Producer. Yes. Right, right. I, I was know. waiting for the, you know. <laughs> right, right. Oh, we got eight seconds. Oh. Uh. It goes down and goes back up. Island time. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Hope. And, uh, you know, we have a few questions for the monsters here with uh, Valentine's Day coming up. And, uh, Liz, um, what, what, uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah, so with Valentine's Day coming up, you know, you think about all the hearts, the candies, like lovebirds and all that. And um, I think something that's in... I would say our generation, um, and maybe the last generations too, right? But the idea of what's your sign? What's your birthday? Like, you know, like how compatible are you? We talked about love languages, right? And that plays into it. But um, how do you guys, uh, do you guys ever mention astrology whenever you're talking to people about their, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, but do you mention astrology when you talk to people about their relationships? Do people you work with ever talk about oh well he's a cancer and i'm a scorpio so we're supposed to be meant to be like how do you approach that topic um with people so let me ask for a little clarity so when you say how do you approach that you in terms of 
using that as an assessor of a relationship? Yeah, because you just mentioned assessment. So that's when I thought mm-hmm. about it. I was like, oh, like technically, like you can go through an assessment through its astrology and it's supposed to tell you whether you're compatible with somebody based off of their time of birth, their location, and um, that's kind of their assessment. So Mm -hmm. you had mentioned your own assessment, which if you can like elaborate on that to see, and just how you approach it, because I know it's something that's been around for a while. Well, I'm a Scorpio. Okay, (laughs) you. (laughs) And what is Mrs. Ma? Gemini. So now how does that work? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm a Taurus and I'm married to a Scorpio. Okay, all right. So, so no, we do not use uh, astrology and the signs in terms of marital readiness or satisfaction or compatibility. Um, But as you see, I know my sign. Okay. But but know what that means in terms of uh, our relationship. But uh, you know, so I'm not anti-sign. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, However. The, the assessment that Carol was mentioning that we do is not ours, is more that we used uh, by a company, uh, Lesson Leslie Parrott. Uh, they are um, very, very known and qualified to, they, they, they are doctors, uh, therapists, but they also are uh, statisticians, and so they do a lot of research around marriages and relationships and um, what works, what doesn't work. And so they, they complete, they uh, worked with a company that put together this assessment called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. And that acronym is SYMBIS, S-Y-M-B-I-S. So that assessment uh, is what we use and our church uses in uh, preparing for marriage to help people. It's It's kind of a, I won't say it's a personality assessment, but it does give some uh, information around your personality, uh, your relationship history, your family history, and it, it takes all this information and it compiles it and, and goes through all these algorithms and comes up with this 15-page, f- I think it is, 15-page assessment that com- breaks it down with communication, and conflict resolution skills and your love style and, and all these things that then we use to help couples uh, kind of identify their level of compatibility but also their level of readiness individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, as what, what's, your, what's your healthiness <laughs> level uh, emotionally, mentally, spiritually mm-hmm. f- for a relationship? Uh, and so it's really, it really is helpful. And um, we have found, uh, matter of fact, it's not even my statistic, I think it's less and less repaired. They found that these assessments are about 93 to 95% accurate mm-hmm. in mm. Uh, uh, reflecting the potential health of a relationship. So, uh, and, and then there's other uh, assessments out there. There's another one that's. Um, Oh, I can't remember it right now. It's off the top of my head. But it's, it's a, also a good one as well to help with that sort of thing. But there should be an assessment, I think. I think couples should use that. Uh, and there's another one, by the way, by the same Less and Leslie Pair Company, but it's a different one. It's called the YADA assessment. Y-A-D-A, YADA. 
you know, yada, yada, yada. yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an interesting assessment that really gets into your emotional preparedness mm -hmm. and, and your mental state. Uh, but uh, it's pretty good. Politicians take that. I think it would be great. I think it would be great. Actually, I took it. I did it. You did it? A few years ago. And uh, I still have my results. And actually, I was looking at when we were doing this class uh, recently, and I was encouraging some of them to take that because we were talking a lot around the emotional health and emotional readiness and that preparedness. And, uh, and I suggested that they take it. I don't know if any of them did because I didn't really get any feedback, mm -hmm. but it made me go back and look at mine to yes. see, like, hey, how was that when I did that a few years yes. ago? Yeah. And I must say that I scored pretty well. Thank you did very you much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think getting into a healthy relationship and looking at the um, astronomy, it, I think it, it, it is some basic rules, though. It's like if you're a selfish person, you're a selfish person. Yeah, I, I don't care what you're right, right, yeah. <laughs> If you're a prideful person, yeah. you're a prideful person. Yeah. whatever your sign may be. So we always talk about that, that individual wholeness and looking within yourself. So that's the thing. Regardless of whatever your sign may be, if you don't understand relationship is giving of yourself, mm -hmm. it's never going to work. work. Yeah. No matter what, yeah, what's your sign. Yeah. So a lot of people do look, and I do believe that there are certain individuals that come together and they come together well and mm. able to work mm -hmm. well together. Mm -hmm. But again, whatever you are, whoever you are, if you are not healthy and whole within yourself, it's it's not going to work. Yeah. And I'm also hearing that Scorpios are good partners. That's yes. what I got from this. They do uh, say that uh, the Gemini has two sides. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Well, you got to go now. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, PJ, I know you found something that you wanted to read. I don't know if you still oh. want to do that. And then we'll get the Moss's uh, response to that. And then we're, we're thinking about, you know, the movie, uh, Bob Marley's movie coming out mm -hmm. next, mm -hmm. next Wednesday for mm -hmm. One Love. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. Can we get some tickets away to some callers before we, you know, I know we only have 20 minutes left. Do um, we have tickets to give away? Well, you know, we're going to give away four tickets. That's so awesome. that's a, yeah, so um, we don't have them yet. <laughs> and and no, the reason why we don't have them, we came to this conclusion at the meeting that uh, you don't know when they're going to be able to go. That's true. You know, the first night is usually the best night mm -hmm. um, because that's where they rank the, the, the mm -hmm. movie. Um, so it's good if you purchase the ticket for the first night and that's, uh, you know, gives it a good ranking. But, you know, the, if a couple can't go on that day because of work, then, you know, they can go the next day. So we say, you know, if we can incorporate this somehow in our last 20 minutes and give four tickets away. I think it should be like um, a certain number of callers for the next show just to get people. The, the next show? Yeah. Okay. Is it, okay. So um, uh, tune in to our next show.
uh, our, my producer just said that um, <laughs> it should be a certain number of callers. I don't know. What's our number? Can, yeah. <laughs> I know. So please uh, listen yeah, in and so. call in, and we're going to be giving away. And, but you're going to have to come and pick up the tickets fast if you want it. No, for we, it we could send it to them? Yeah, Again, my producer, man. Yeah, see, there? That's, it's good to have a producer. <laughs> so we'll, we'll do that. Do they know the number to call? Well, it's the show. It's yeah, so um, 561-449-8000. Yeah, so please, uh, listening uh, today, tune in next Tuesday, and uh, we'll give you all the information. So follow us on our social media. Maybe he'll drop some hints there or something. I don't know. Um, producer, <laughs> you got to let me know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So go ahead and, uh, and, and read that. So this was a little... See, when I had a radio show, at the end of the show, we would do like a little trivia and give like scenarios just to see what the guests and how they would react to it. So this is just a little scenario uh, geared for Valentine's Day. And it says, am I the bad person for not getting my wife anything for Valentine's Day? This was happening last year. I'm in trouble this week and I'm not sure that I deserve to be. Uh, I did not get my wife. Sorry to interrupt you. So my caller. Let's do that. Hi, welcome, caller. You're on the air. Hello, caller. Uh oh. Can't hear you for some reason. Yeah, caller, um, please call us back. We can't hear you. Go ahead, finish. <laughs> Basically, am I a bad person for not getting my wife anything for Valentine's Day? I'm in trouble this week, and I'm not sure that I deserve to be. I did not get my wife anything for Valentine's Day this year. Hear me out. I told her back in August that since I was going to be unemployed and going to law school full time for the next three years, that I wouldn't be getting her anything. I wouldn't be getting her um, any presents for the next three years. And I mentioned to her multiple times. She was kind of mad at me for not getting her anything for Christmas, despite this, but she got over it rather quickly. This Monday morning, I texted her happy Valentine's Day before, uh, after she left for work, and I did not get her any presents because I don't have any money. She got me a bag of jelly beans for Valentine's Day, and um, I said I didn't need anything, but I thanked her anyway. She was very, very mad that I didn't get her anything, that I didn't even make her, um, I didn't get her anything small or even make her anything homemade. Am I a bad person? You want to take that one? So I'll give my thoughts and then I'll l listen to the, the passionate one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a few thoughts came to my mind as I listened to it. And it's a, it's a great question, actually, and there's a lot of parts to it. But so, so are you a bad person? Mm -hmm. uh, let's say I don't know you, but I'm just going to say in general, it doesn't make you a bad person for not buying a gift in general. Now, are you a bad person or not for other reasons? I don't know, but for <laughs> based on this question yeah. and relative to the question, uh, that doesn't make you a bad person for not getting a gift. However, let, let's, look beyond, let's look beyond the gift, for whatever the gift is and for whatever the date, birthday, Valentine's or whatever, Christmas. L let's, let's look beyond the, the gift and let's look at the why. Why would someone, 
expect a gift. Now, we can expect a gift because it's traditional. It's the holiday. It's Valentine's Day. If you love me, you'll buy me a gift. That's one day out of 365 days. Mm. So the bigger question to that then is what's going on days one through 364 mm. before you get to that one mm -hmm. holiday? Because I venture to say that if there was love being shown throughout those years, throughout the year, the one day wouldn't matter as much. But the one day without the other 364 days mm -hmm. makes that one, one day, day a huge mm -hmm. difference. Mm -hmm. So that's my thought. Yeah, and you're so right. And I would say beyond love is the emotional fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Because if you are emotionally fulfilling me in those 364 days, then that one day as a gift itself, a lot of times these holidays are so commercialized. Mm -hmm. But to me, a gift is time. So I understand if you're going to medical school, I'm looking at you, you're going to be a doctor. In five years, <laughs> I'm going to expect some gifts. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> so, so you have a recess card uh, right now. But it, gifts can be more than just a material object. Mm -hmm. So that particular day, because I'm sure you're going to have dinner. So just like I said before, be intentional. So I have said I made dinner today and go back to the hamburger. Maybe if that's all you can make is a hamburger or something special like that to feed the emotional part. When you are not emotionally fed, then you look for materialistic things to fill in that spot. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's well, yeah. Right, you're not the Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. I agree with both of you. Mm. I am. We are not gift givers in our house. Mm. Because we firmly believe if you need something, I am not going to make you wait three and a half months to get it. <laughs> right. That's just crazy. Right. Um, but we also buy practical gifts in our house. So don't get excited when you get something wrapped. It's usually something you need, not something you want. I, I, like, um, the, I like those gifts. Right? But <laughs> it doesn't take anything to run somebody a bath. Exactly. To step up and do laundry. Like you said, all year, 24-7, yeah. you know. I always laugh. My wife never, she doesn't even know what a gas station looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the simplest thing. Get somebody's car washed, right? Mm -hmm. But when you were reading this to me, mm -hmm. this, this question, there's a song by Kenny Rogers. It's called Buy Me a Rose. Mm -hmm. And in the lyrics, that's the first thing I thought about. And it was said, buy me a rose, call me from work, open a door for me, what would it hurt? Mm -hmm. Show me you love me by the look in your eyes. These are the little things I need most in my life. And that is really mm -hmm. what a marriage is all about. Yes. Mm -hmm. And when you have something like that, you're never in trouble because number one, sh whoever he or she would understand mm -hmm. that you're in the thick of it, you're going to be a doctor and she's getting her gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, it may have just, you're focusing on your studies. But again, what have you done those other 364 days of the year? Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and yes. If you are intentional about it, like you said, I will say that my husband is not a foot person. Okay. And I love foot rubs. Mm. So if I come oh. home on uh. Valentine's Day and he got some warm water, because we got water. Hot water. <laughs> <laughs> you in school. I hope we got some hot Throw water. some dish soap if you need to. Some water, do it every time. And make a few bubbles. Yeah. And rub my yeah. That is a gift to me. Wow. So you Amen. have to be intentional. It's yeah. not all away, always about the dollars. dollars and cents. Yeah. It's That's the true. caring. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, That's true. And, and yeah. Valentine's Day, I was going to say, I feel like this is like a first world problem over here because what 
so many countries doesn't even celebrate that even thanksgiving right yeah. like these holidays are created you know um for this specific culture so it's kind of like at the end of the day no like what you right back to what you said you're not a bad person for not giving a gift mm-hmm. yeah. Every day you can find a gift. Yeah. Every yeah. day is a gift. It's right? a gift. Yeah. So. Yeah. But if you think about it, like uh, look at the calendar, and there's always a corporate Corp driver on yeah. the calendar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's everything yeah. from Super Bowls. Yes. Mm-hmm. To Valentine's Day. Yes. To Easter has turned into yes. a gift. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the East, this is not what Easter is about. <laughs> <laughs> the eggs, candy. But you know what? It is. It's about being intentional. Us as women, we are emotional creatures, and so to know that you care enough mm-hmm. to recognize—that's yep. what I say. To recognize, don't just blow it off. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. That's a commercial yeah. holiday. I'm not getting you nothing. That's you know, me. I'm in school. It's. It's just like it's almost like you don't care. Yeah. Right. But when you put care into it, you put love, and you intentional about fulfilling that emotional tank. That's where it comes in. And so you're not so looking for those types of things. And sometimes your emotions can be the reason why you tank. So at the end of the day, you know, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, you know that this means a lot to me, so show up. Mm -hmm. But then what if the other person's like, but it doesn't mean anything to me, so... And it's like, you know, and I'm sure you hear that in your couples. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me add on to that. And see, that's a a problem in a lot of uh, relationships Mm -hmm. because now you're only looking at you. How it means to you. My relationship is for you. So it may not mean anything to me, but I know it means a lot to you. So then I'm doing something special because it's special for you. Each person does that for each other. No one's needs Needs go unmet. unmet. Yes. And that's what love is. And you want to know how do you measure, what's the data (laughs) for measuring success in a marriage is the things that you just heard Mm -hmm. coming from Commissioner Sarah and from Carol in terms of what a person feels. Feels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you can get that feel meter to rise, <laughs> uh. that emotional tank level rising, mm-hmm. that feeling good about being with you, that level rises, there's your measurement. Yeah. And when that tank is empty, there's your measurement. Bleep, 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 bleep. Warning, warning. Oh, yeah. But I Let think, me too, you also have to know when your partner's tank is running on empty before they do. Yes. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you can see, okay, I need to unplug them. Yes. Uh-huh. They need a they need a me moment. Mm-hmm. They need me time. Mm-hmm. And because that's part of your responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Is not just looking at what do I need, but okay, they don't even recognize that they need this right now, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm going to recognize it for them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm going to save this Titanic before it goes down. Yeah. And before that tank runs empty. That's what love is. Right. And, and I talk about that all the time. I always say, "Fellas, this is a free <laughs> one for you." Yeah. Just like in the car when you're when the tank is running dry, then it's going low, you have an indicator in there, and it tells you, start blinking, that yeah. fuel level is low. <laughs> That's the same thing with us. Yeah. And so when we f- we're not feeling well, or you see that we may be moping, we need some emotional That's energy, amazing. it's time for you to fill that That's tank. tank. Yeah. So if nothing else, if you can't keep it at that full level, at least keep it yeah, at a right. halfway right. level to where it's not running dry. Right. Because what happens, once the the gas tank get dry the car is going to stop after mm. all them indicators and you still didn't pay no attention it's going to stop, stop. <laughs> and i think we focus a lot on meeting uh, the emotional needs of women but 
men need their the emotional same. needs yeah. and it's exactly. like you know it's easy to like target the man like come on you're unemotional so you need to show up but it's like men have a lot of emotion that is showed in a different way yeah. and it's not in a way that's like love me it's in a way that's like I don't know. Different <laughs> <way>. <laughs> 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 so, something else. What's it? What's it? I have no They Absolutely. smell good too, yeah. or they look good, or I like that shirt, yeah, exactly. or like you. Uh, even small things like mm -hmm. my husband will wash up the dishes. I'm not saying that that's just my job, but mm -hmm. I take notice that he washed up the dishes, mm -hmm. so I give him affirmation that he washed the dishes. Yeah. So that's you're absolutely but I think right. that's that's in all relationships. Again, mm -hmm. it goes to all relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's just affirming. And one of the things I like to do when I go to a store, most people always keep their head down and they're waiting on you, right? Mm -hmm. So I usually go, hi. And they're like, go keep your head down. I'm like, how are you? You're and right. then they look up at me like, now I'm annoying them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to just affirm that I see your existence, yeah. right? But it's the same thing. I think that we live in a society where men aren't supposed to be emotional. Yeah. Well, that's mm -hmm. BS. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know, men should be emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, men, I want, men, I want, men I, are. you know, my God's son, God rest his soul, he was the most emotional loving soul that there was because we taught him that that's a safe space if you're mad tell us you're mad if you're upset cry like let it out mm -hmm. you know if you're mm -hmm. mad at somebody tell us why you're mad you yeah. know yeah use your words yeah. yeah you know you know emotion emotion though or emotion has gotten this context around something that's flighty or something that's so. crazy or ah you're so emotional ah. mm -hmm. but we all have emotions emotions are feelings mm -hmm. And feelings are human nature. They're God-given. We're created with emotion. God has emotion. What? How can God love if he doesn't have emotion? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can God be jealous if he doesn't have emotion? Yeah. How can God be angry if he doesn't yeah. have emotion? Right. And we're created in his image. Like him, we, like him, yeah. have yeah. emotions. Yeah. Male and female. I don't know why the women have gotten this bad rap of you. Oh, you're so emotional. Uh, women have emotions. Men don't have emotions. Yes, we uh, do. Yeah. If you don't, you're not a We're human. human. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so embrace those emotions. Yeah. And the female responds to the male emotion. The male emo responds, responds to the female, female emotion. Yeah. Each partner, each, each relationship mm -hmm. is strengthened when With the other person, person sees you feels you and sometimes they'll go and just gives you a yeah, hug. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter who you love. Right. The rules are the same. Yeah. It is the same thing. Yeah. I heard the other day on a, on a, on the T V that it's eight hugs a day will change your heart rate and your heart attack rate drastically. Wow. So now I run up to my wife and I'm like, this is number four. <laughs> <laughs> but really I mean it's that it's that love connection, right? Yeah. And and, yeah. and when I read when I when I heard that on the T V I see my sister because we're business partners, but I'm like, how often do I hug her? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I'm just walking up and hugging her. She's like, what? What do you want? And I'm like, no, not what do I want. I'm like, I just, I'm taking time out to appreciate you. Yeah. You know? I think our nephew would love that because he loves he the hug. Yeah. I, as soon as I see him, I'm running the other way. <laughs> <laughs> he not only hugs, but he hugs and holds. Oh, oh he's they say, he yeah, loves no, hugs. <laughs> he's a holder. So I'm going to tell him about the eight hugs again. <laughs> Fabulous. Come and text it to yeah, fabulous. <laughs> Thank you for listening and good afternoon to you as well, man. We always appreciate you. Yeah, and we, we go ahead. 
I was just gonna say we have um, about three minutes left. I just wanted to thank you know you all for coming on again. And if y'all have any final last words, I would like to read something yeah. since this is the love month. <laughs> This is, love this is a, this is love a, right? <laughs> you guys said that, but it's kind of getting the feel like, hey, that might work. <laughs> so, so this is a this is a scripture from First Corinthians, mm-hmm. and we've heard it before. We've heard it a lot, mm-hmm. but I just think I just want to read part of it in the Amplified Bible because it adds a little clarity to some of this and understand what love really is. It says this: If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. Mm. Wow. I could keep going, yeah. but that one there is just, yeah. Like, yeah. who wants to be a noisy distraction? distraction yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't have the kind of love that the person needs and wants, that's what you'll feel like to them. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. Wow. That's why you are so good at what you do. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's that's powerful. Because what I've heard is, and they say that to be a good leader is to recognize potential leadership in others and you build them up. So the gentleman that you spoke about is not that, oh, I'm going to be in this position forever, but you recognize leadership in him, and so now you're teaching him and showing him, then once it's your time, your reign is over, then someone else can replace you. And that's having the heart of. And you have to have that heart of to be able to do what you do and to mm-hmm. be able to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I give all the glory to God. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He's guiding all of us, you know. Yes. Heather, thank you. We we inspired you tuning in late. We appreciate your lovely conversation. Thank you. And tune in next week uh, when we get... Uh, well, you guys are not going to be here next Tuesday. No, we're going to be in Kenya. In Kenya, yeah. So we're not going to have the doctor the day before the love day. So we need the love we'll doctor on the day. Yeah. We'll, be back in well, we, well, we look forward to that. Now, I'm truly excited that you guys are here today. It was a you know, very interesting it. and enjoyable it. conversation. And, uh, you know, a lot of, you know inspiration in the room and a lot of intelligent people in the room so uh, i'm sure the listeners well we can tell by their comments there and we appreciate you guys to taking the time to to chime in we always love that because without you guys you know it makes no sense of us being on ear so i want to say a special thank you for for doing for you listening and please listen next week so you stand a chance of winning those tickets for that uh one love uh movie Oh, yes. Yes. Well, I'm